This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah. I'll pay the off shopping with Jake and Tyler. Man, them fireplace Cheetos. Yeah, I was kind of surprised, man. They're pretty pretty amazing. It's a secret passed down from Haug to Haug. <laughs> I'm an Allen, but I still got it because my mom's a Haug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us what it is? Or I can't. You can't just come into the show like this and not talk about just it. Just know that Jake has had him. Uh, yes. He's one of the few people that I know that I've ever granted the honor of having fireplace Cheetos because it's a big deal. It is. It's an honor. It's a very important. Uh, I had to play it ahead too because you don't have a fireplace, so I had to find a fireplace. Yeah. yeah, that was a little awkward. It's a thing. It's a thing, you guys. You know, and here's the thing: is I'm never going to tell the recipe on the air because then all of you will be like, "Oh, we had fireplace Cheetos the other day." Did you have? And it's going to be a TikTok thing. Yeah. And we had the same thing happen with the guitar turkeys. What the same I, thing. Right. What I need you guys to understand right now is that we are right now saying that Star Wars is this is the new Star Trek. Jesus. So I don't know about that. Well, bite that one off. Depending depending on who you talk to, they're both terrible. So. Shove it up your quartering. You know what, man? I'm so pissed that Star Trek became political. Like mm-hmm. uh, it went woke. It was never ever political before. It mm-hmm. was. It just became political now. Well, <laughs> the thing is, okay. So, despite the fact that the story is about peacekeeping let's, let's, missions let's, from the planet of uh, the Federation of Planets, let's talk about this for a second. Uh, Gene Roddenberry was a womanizer and kind of a dick. Um, he made it impossible for a couple of writers to work ever again because they were mad that he stole their ideas. Um, most of Star Trek was like kind of uh, an outline, and then these other writers helped flesh out things like the Vulcan, like. Leonard Nimoy came up with a lot of Vulcan stuff that Roddenberry just didn't yeah. do, didn't bother with. He was hailed as a genius. I don't know about that. He never directed any episodes of the original series, I don't think, or of the I don't think he ever directed anything. I think he was always yeah. a producer, which is fine. I don't think he ever wrote an episode either. I, I, um, I think this is the most we have ever talked about Star Trek on this podcast. Well, I just, I mean... Because I've never really got into Star Trek. I was never a Star Trek For guy. some reason, like, people, My dad liked people it, in Star really. Trek will never blame Roddenberry for what Star Trek has become, which, fair enough, he died a while ago. It was in the 90s, I think. Um, Lucas but even, is, but even then, is but still the, around. The joke is that, yeah, it's always been political. Right. They're peacekeepers. Right, but... To say that we're getting off way, way off Yeah, topic. talk about off topic. Yeah. Start with Fireplace Cheetos and end up with my nose. Well, Fireplace Cheetos are so good they do that to you. Your, your, your brain goes in different directions. It almost you, makes you trip. And you you think about things differently. Yeah, it's almost like a psychedelic. Look, you know, there's not much to do in the fjords. Let's move on. I had a burp. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. You had to move the away because after Fireplace Cheetos, the la- the next four burps right. are fire. Shut, shut up about it, man. Fire we get it. They're great, around. and we'll never share that with the world. <sighs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we have a lot to get to, it's including uh, the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. I was Pizza not... Look, let's, fuck it. 
fuck you guys. Dude, you and I have talked about this. There's no stakes, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but I will say, I I caught up on everything yesterday. Me too. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday. Mm. Um, it was okay for me. It was fine. It was okay. It was a, it was a pretty good cap on it. Now, yeah, no, it's it's fine. As someone who has like, been against this series, fucking heathen, for a long time. Yeah. Who still is? Like there are a few episodes where I re- like. <laughs> let's just say this way: I didn't. <laughs> I didn't care about Obi Wan. So all of a sudden you're a critic, huh? Uh, no, I'm just saying that That's I never. I never continue with your it's good bullshit as, review. Shut up! Is he as good as Ian McGregor is? Uh, this for me, the this was Darth Vader's show, and it was more appealing when Darth Vader was on screen. Just fair, for me, fair. But. I think Ian McGregor is great, and I think it was an okay finale. Hello there. That pissed me off. Why? Why the fuck is he talking to Luke? He's not talking to him. He's giving him the ship, and then he's going away. Yeah, but he's st- he's still acknowledging. Oh, him. for fuck's sake! Uh, sh- <laughs> when you were a li- when you were a little kid, if a dude came by your house I, and was like a friend of was, like your parents, or somebody, and was, you saw him once when you were eight years old. Would you remember him ten years later? Yes. Not, not nobody, necessarily. Nobody forgets that beautiful face. Oh my face. fucking god! No, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. For me, well, how um, did you feel about it? Oh, yet? for me, it was everything that I wanted. Um, everything that it was able to evoke uh, the feeling that I got when I was a kid watching the original trilogy. Um, and yes, a little bit the feeling I got when I was an adult watching the sequel trilogy or the prequel trilogy. Um, and it, it, it kind of, it didn't ruin anything about, um, a new hope for me. In fact, it expanded everything. It expanded when you jump from revenge of the Sith to a new hope, you got to understand Lucas had no idea about these. He, he likes to say that he had a nine part shut the fuck up. He had one movie. He had one movie. Okay, and then after that, they were like, "Hey, keep churning them out." So then he created all this other myth- the other mythology of it, right? Yeah. And then he started saying that blah blah. Shut the hell up. Okay, it, it wasn't a thing from the beginning. Anyway, uh, but if you jump from Revenge of the Sith to uh, A New Hope, there's a lot uh, of gap there, which. As Jake said, and rightly so, we don't necessarily need to know. Yeah. But as somebody who was weaned on the original trilogy and still found uh, some goodness in the prequel trilogy, it was great to see uh, Hayden. Uh, I love the makeup job that they did at the end so that he could be that. Remember how we talked about, like, how the fuck are you going to retcon that or whatever? Like, because uh, he's playing Darth Vader, but clearly yeah. it's James Earl Jones doing the voice. I loved that. A uh, workaround. That fucking right around that was like, well, we're going to break his helmet open. Oops, now he can't talk like James Earl Jones because that's a vocoder. Yeah. That was great. And he did such a good job just being like, like, pissed. He he does, he does, what is it? Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> um, simmering yeah. anger and hate better than anybody, dude. And uh, just the way that Obi-Wan reacted in that final battle where he just kicked fucking Darth Vader's ass. And it, it expanded so much because you, you understand. We talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Like, I was saying uh, yeah, off the, the air how he's such an extra little bitch. Yeah. And you were like, that's what makes well, him a he great can't, he villain. Can't, but you're right. Yeah, it's true. Because he can't just beat Obi-Wan. He no, has he's got to... 
Yeah. He has to beat him, slap the ground, create a giant crater, and throw a mountain of rocks right. on top of him and bury him. That's the level that he has to go. And he's such a fucking edgelord, and I love it. Because <laughs> the part where he cuts open his uh, cuts open the helmet, uh-huh. and he, he the great line of, you didn't kill Anakin, Obi-Wan, I did. Like, oh my god, dude, you fucking emo bitch. No, like, but listen. But that's what I love about him. That's what makes him such a good but villain. But doesn't that make what Obi-Wan tells Luke in A New Hope a lot less a lot less worse than a, an outright lie? When you think about it, think about what well, he yeah, tells Luke pursu- now. Yeah, I get it. I understand how that makes it better. Doesn't him that make saying, it like, nicer for Obi-Wan? Even Vader himself said Anakin died. Like, the, Anakin is gone. Darth it, Vader it, betrayed and murdered your father. Yeah. He did. From a certain point, from Obi-Wan's point of view, you did. And by the way, I want fucking super points, because I, I remember one week, a couple weeks ago, when we were talking about the possibility of Qui-Gon Jinn coming back, and you went off on how stupid it would be to pay all that money to have him on a soundstage like for one day, and look who shows up at the fucking very end. Fucking Qui-Gon fucking Jinn, dude. What did I say? I knew, I knew that was going to wrap up like that. And, and, and here's the thing. Unless you want to show me nothing but Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan doing something completely unrelated to the Skywalkers, I don't want a season two. You fucking heard me? It better be something that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. Now, it doesn't, obviously won't have any stakes because he still makes it back at some point to appear in New Hope. I understand that. But you know what? You did this show in such a way that was good enough that I was able to suspend my disbelief that there were no stakes. But Jake is right. I cannot argue there are no stakes. Especially the fact that they announced that... uh, Oh, what's her name? The The Reva show. The Reva show, yeah. She did a great job, but... What did no, we talk oh about God. off the air? Okay, Roken, I think, is his name, right? The 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 uh, pilot. Uh, the pilot of the ship that's... Yeah, yeah, Roken, okay. yeah. Okay, now, Obi-Wan says... Now, Roken's a great character O'Shea to me. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is the actor. That's, uh, yeah, his character. That's to, me, it... to me, that's a great character in the Star Wars universe, but here's the problem with it being a prequel. We've never seen or heard any evidence of a Roken down the line, and we have how many years... Decades of Star Wars. I think they're going to explain that away because I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't in uh, Andor. That's fair, but doesn't that mean he just died or whatever or maybe didn't make any contribution other than dying for the cause? Yeah, and that should just be a thing too. Yeah, it should just be. That's why I met that guy once. He's dead now. That's why I'm kind of against the Reva thing because you and I talked about this. But you can't announce it. It doesn't matter what she does because it can't have any effect on the. On the on the Star Wars universe because we haven't seen it. But not only that, you've committed to this character having right. a spinoff show. So now I know that she doesn't die in this, unless you're going to do the story of her being a youngling and, and becoming. I sp- could see that would be a I good show for care. me. I don't care. I yeah, don't me, me fucking care. But I would not rather see that. This is what I'm saying. This is the problem, and I say mm-hmm. I've been saying this ever since Disney did this mm-hmm. with. Hey, I gotta get a sugar wiper. But the, I've been saying this ever since Disney made this show happen is they got to keep doing the same thing over where every character, oh, you liked them. Well, let's give us three hours of backstory or six hours of backstory on this character. And it's like, and I said it in the first time we talked about Kenobi. <laughs> oh. Uh, but it, 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 again, it just, it, like we've talked about so many times. And even though I am excited for Andor, 
it still goes back to the thing of like Star Wars spends too much time in the past. We need to start making new, more yes. interesting stories. And and you, every I think every Star Star Wars fan would say that like we're we're done. We're done with the Skywalker shit. Like yeah. let's just just move on now, and, and do other stuff. You know you want to know why Rogue One worked so well? Because there's no there's no Jedi. There's no Skywalkers. Well, that until the end. But also, you know, even though we know the stakes and we know the cons we we know this it was still the way that they did it it was still really heartbreaking to see that pretty much everybody died and and you're right it, it's it, it's also just seeing regular people i want to see regular people yes. live in this in world the, yes and, and not exceptional you. fucking princesses fucking and shit. space wizard monks like fucking turds but uh, hey I will watch. Hey, that's Star Trek and for hey, you. I'm not above those. I'm not above watching those movies. But that, make them with new characters. Listen, if if Star Trek wants to live and die by the lightsaber and the Jedi and the Klingon, oh, then so saying. be it. I got what you're saying. I'm just trying to generate clicks. Oh, I was just trying to save you. I'm just trying to do what every other fuckstick does. Overall, I agree. I think the fight was fun. I I I liked, although it was cheesy and and silly. What? Listen. Oh, you son Listen, of a bitch. that's what makes Star Wars great. Mm. And so when he's hearing all the voices and he pushes off the rocks, I love that a lot. As cheesy as it was, you fucker. I was kind of talking to both of you at that. Talking point. to my dog and me. Yeah, a little bit. No, but I, again, it it, it I'm does not, get tiresome. I'm the cliche using, of like I'm almost be, done. Let me be clear. Sorry, sorry. I'm not saying cheesy in a derogatory way. I'm saying cheesy in a good way. Sounded derogatory. Like you could look at uh, the first <laughs> Avengers, and you know that circular shot with all of them. It's kind of cheesy and campy, but at the same time, it's amazing, right? You love it. You s- I still get goosebumps when I see it. I yeah, still love those moments. But that was literally a moment for like longtime comic fans to be like, "Remember how we always said that you were gonna see this eventually? Look at here it is, you little pieces of shit." But you know what I mean? It's like cheesy is uh, isn't always a bad thing. No. Um, and I I think that. That scene was really cool, and in terms of the but yeah, I get I get what you're saying. You know, I mean, enough Captain Kirk. Let's move on past that Star Wars. Shut up! <laughs> Stop it right now! Stop it! It's it's those freaking uh, fireplace funny. Cheetos, man. They're messing with your head. <laughs> uh, Woo! You took too many. Uh, <laughs> I ate too many fireplace Cheetos. I ate a whole bag. And here's the thing: these are. These are not like the bags you buy at the grocery store. These are trash bags. <laughs> so one bag is a full Hefty. trash bag. We're, ta- we're talking forty gallon industrial motherfucker because they're so, heavy. Um, what? Uh, again, I, I love talking about this because we have two perspectives on Star Wars. Because you, you, you we talked about this. Yeah, when we were talking about it uh, before I watched it about just like how different we are about what I want from Star Wars versus what you want from Star Wars. But at the same time, that's what's so cool about Star Wars is it's so big mm-hmm. you can have both, yeah, and enjoy both. I I I I do. Uh, I think that is one of the uh, best parts. Um, hang on, jeez, excuse me, gassy. I I think that's one of the best parts of our uh, show and whatnot is, is that different perspective because I always forget. Uh, that, I didn't, I, that you have a completely different. I because you, you forget because of the generation because well, I grew up like I said I grew up with the prequels you grew up with the original trilogy right and we both know the Cu- original trilogy things. is miles right. above the prequels. Couple things I'm about twenty years older than Jake but he's all already more mature than I am. <laughs> um and uh, we we also have very similar attitudes about other movies like RoboCop Total Re- like we have the same love of those things so. When we get to Star Wars, I always forget that it's not 
it's not just the same old. It's not yeah. the same old me and him just let's walk hand in hand down Rainbow Road and talk about this thing because we both love it so much. Yeah. It's no, I'm gonna go down this dark path, my friend, and I'm like, we'll see you later, Sith Lord. I'm gonna go down this way, which is what leads to the 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 good, the Jedi, because I love Star Wars. Yes. Well, uh, no, but y- that's that's the thing is, it, I I think without that difference of perspective because we do agree on a lot of stuff i think it's good that we're able to uh like disagree on something like star wars because it's like yeah and honestly such a bigger part of my life i understand and in that perspective also gives me a different uh way another lens uh for how you feel about it because you're right when you're you're Obi-Wan versus Vader fight in the first star wars was anticlimactic because Obi-Wan didn't really fight him Obi Wan yeah. just said, "If you kill me, you're gonna make Luke stronger." It's pretty much what he said. Yeah, well, they hit sticks a couple times. But yeah, they had a little bit of a fight. But it did w- you just say sticks? That's a goddamn lightsaber. Okay, <laughs> jeez. But I, yeah, I ended. They were sticks when they filmed it. The asshole. effects weren't there yet, but it's also 1977. Everybody, um, but that's what I mean. Is it's not a fight? Up. So I can understand your perspective being like, "Oh fuck yes, we actually get to see Vader and Kenobi like legit have a fight." And I never thought I needed that. I mean, I'm not going to say I was sitting around going, "Man, you know what I'm missing from Star Wars is I want to see a good old-fashioned uh knockdown drag out you and McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh Obi-Wan Kenobi." I never here's, thought here, that. Here's another point to you. But I'm glad I got to see it. Here's another point to you. Yeah. That fight sequence makes Star Wars better. It makes a new it hope does. better because it shows you that Kenobi could fight Vader if he wanted. He could have probably him. kill. He could have killed him, and he, he could have killed him twice, and he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then in the third confrontation, he's old, he's tired. He's like, "Just fucking kill me, Vader. This is what you wanted. Just kill me." And when you do that, just realize it's gonna motivate this kid stronger, and he will beat you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing. Because again, how you agree? I'm agreeing with you. I think this show does a really good job of bridging the prequels. Yes. And I think it does a really good job of making both movies better. Not yeah, and it's uh, not I think it makes episode three and four better. Yeah. And it's not necessarily you know, I, I agree with you a lot on on the whole uh not the futility as too a strong of a word, but you're right. A lot of it is kind of also ran type stuff. Like, listen, we know that Obi Wan shows up with all of his limbs all of his eyes and his tongue and his, you know, yeah. I mean, he's not, you know, we, we, we know, know this. They, we know neither of them die after this We fight. know that in episode four that he shows up relatively intact and we know, you know, so yeah, you're right. But to my other point, mm-hmm. I didn't need it. I didn't need this show to show me that. Did we need, you're right, but did we need, did we also need, to your point, did we need the prequel series? Did we need the prequel trilogy? No. No, we probably didn't, but I enjoyed, it makes Darth Vader such a better villain and, and, and his role in the Star Wars mythos so much more of a... Of a powerful fucking like thing because it's the just shit out like of Reva with his hands. Oh, it's just well, like his mind power. He just uses the force. He doesn't even fucking bother swinging. When the you think about how much his rage fueled him and how ridiculous his rage really was, it 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 does make him a better villain. And and you see why at the start of A New Hope, he's the fear most feared man in the universe. You know, and that's another thing too. Which makes which makes this a good thing where he says the Edge Lord like you didn't kill me Obi Wan I did mm-hmm. or you didn't kill Anakin I did. Yeah. In that moment, Vader knows 
that he's not going to die. He yep. knows that Obi-Wan will leave him because he knows that he won't kill him. And he just says, and you know what? Deep down, I think that's what Vader wanted. I think Vader kind of wanted Obi-Wan to kill him to finally say that I made you go to the limit you wouldn't go. I made you do the thing you wouldn't do. It'd be right. like it'd be like if the Joker <coughs> and and to say if that the Joker had wants, Batman kill him, you know? To say that his existence is awful and he wants to die is probably an understatement. Uh, again, back to my points. As good as that is and as much as I like it, it's totally unnecessary. But You're right. back to Disney's point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can understand that I that's not true. Take away the points for Disney because I, well, I, I'm not saying it's insulting anybody's intelligence, but okay. I'm saying that I feel like they need an, a justification to milk this this franchise. So then they have to s- explain everything to you, even though sure. most normal people have the media literacy to be like, those two have a past, and this guy clearly isn't fighting him. I am. Cut. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, well, see, the, I'm listen, listen, the, listen, listen, okay, listen. Sorry, sorry. In the first Star Wars, mm-hmm. when they have that confrontation. I think most people can draw from that that they have a history together. Of course. And Obi-Wan is holding back and not willing to fight him. Yeah, but the show That's very clear. But this show has to have this big fight with them together to show that Obi-Wan could kill Vader if he would, if he could, but he won't. You know what I mean? That also being said, point back to you, it's still fucking cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it when I saw it. Was it was still fucking rad as yeah. fuck, dude. They, you know that they trained months for that. And I look at, at the end of the day, I am glad that Ewan and McGregor I'm, and yeah. Hayden Christensen got their closure for see, these characters. I'm, I'm a dumbass. I'm one of those dumbasses who likes to see shit explained. Like, yeah. I love, like, okay, in Dune, they they refer to the uh, Butlerian Jihad, which is like ten thousand years before any of the events of Dune. Yeah, and they, Brian, uh, uh, wasn't his kid. His his son, yeah. uh, no, what was it? Frank Herbert's son, Brian, yeah. um, found all of his notes, and yeah, he was. We, we talked about it on the show, right? Yeah. Um, I loved reading those books, even though there was were, probably fans who were like, "Didn't need it." Like, yeah, maybe not, but so, I think it was really fucking cool, and I enjoyed it. So, and, fuck you. And hey, God, I want some more sugar wafers. What the fuck? Am I a di- diabetic? Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> They're just sitting over there, and I can't get up and get them without getting off the air, and I don't want to do it. Sorry. You are something else. Well, I think I think at the end of the day, well, (laughs) that's great that you like that, and I'm 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 okay with you liking that. I'm not against the look. I didn't like the prequels. Are you talking about sugar wafers? No, I'm talking about Star Wars. Oh, Um, but I'm just the kind of person that, and it's so funny because again, as I'm doing something creatively, I'm. Myself going backwards in my own lore. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shut up. In my own lore. It's but like, It's like me talking about my music. <laughs> I'll never get to get my point across. Sorry. Continue. I'm, bitch. I'm done. Sorry. Are you, are you done? Yes. Are you probably. positive? Anything else? <laughs> uh, I forgot my point. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> Off into the ether. It's gone. Go listen back to the recording. No, I'm not going to stop the recording. I appreciate that you like the prequel stuff. But for me, and I make make fun of myself creatively because I'm like myself going backwards in my own in time and my own lore of like doing shit or whatever. But I inherently don't like prequels because, as I've said on the show before, I think. And again, this is my perception. This isn't George Lucas or anything else. I think it's better if a creative, when somebody makes something, writes a story, makes a movie, whatever, Mm -hmm. 
leave a lot. Have everything you want to say on the table, but leave some ambiguity. Uh, ambiguity. ambiguity, yeah. And have... Cause it, and, and let's again, move forward again, with the stories. That, Why are we moving backwards? Yes. And again, that's me as an artist. Except for like a flashback, maybe. That's me as a creative person. And you know, I've talked about this. For me, the beauty of creativity, the beauty of anybody making any art, is the idea that someone else's ideas not not necessarily inspiring them, but it's also the idea of like they can make their own stories in that idea and be like, oh yeah, well. You know, like make their own, tell their own stories, and believe their own. Th- and it's like like Fleetwood Mac says, you can go your own way. Exactly. It's like when you're mashing your action figures together. Uh, uh, what? Uh, so overall, no. as a series, I thought the it was o- uh, again for me probably a different rating for you. Um, but I think we should incorporate the um, what's in my mouth uh, sound effects. Oh sure, I give it a yeah for obviously. our review. So again, uh, according to. According to the what's in my mouth rating scale, if we really don't like something, it's you are nothing but garbage, yeah, nothing but garbage, Gaina. Mm-hmm. If we if we like something and it's okay, we're like, it's a nice. Yeah. It's not bad, but if we really fucking love something, it's yes. And so Tyler gives Obi Wan Kenobi the the miniseries a. Yes. Yeah, you know I do. And me, I'm I'm more in the middle. I'm I'm gonna say nice. I again, you and I have different. It's pers- appropriate that both drops were made by like the people who had them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? All right. So let's move on uh, to Miss Marvel. Will never fail to make me laugh. Also, yeah, we did we did miss our regular scheduled show last week, so we hadn't had a chance to talk about episode two. Uh, so I yeah, ca- somebody had to celebrate a a, a a holiday that not everybody celebrates and make a podcast about. You know, it. hey, why uh, can't why can't Father's Day be more inclusive? Jesus. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really am. Well, maybe we'll have you on a special uh, stepdad guest. Yeah, have a stepdad perspective on being a dad. Anyway, don't do it. You will hey, literally feel hey, like I'm you not, fucked I'm, everything up. <laughs> That's my perspective. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this to be a, a ironic or anything, but stepdads are dads too. Come every on, every deer on their moving birthdays, on. I just want to be moving like, on. I'm really sorry. Kill the bit. <laughs> I'm glad to see you're so successful w- despite my my interference. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. I'm yelling you to kill the bit because damn it, you need to have a little bit more self respect. No, I I I, well, I did on. I did a better job than most. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> So episode being episode two, we saw um, Kamala using her powers more by saving this kid. I think it worked better for me that I saw two and three back to back because I I I missed it. I forgot. I, I just everything going on. I went out of town last weekend, so I didn't see episode two until Wednesday this week, which I could watch two and three at the same time. So it actually I think might have lent better perspective to me yeah well i i, I like the I know second you said off the air that you weren't super well no because of, of the three shows that we're watching currently now two shows that we're, we're watching currently i prefer 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 when i watched all the three shows together um i said miss marvel was the weakest but that's no detriment that's to the show. right sorry I yeah no it's because yeah obi-wan yeah. and the boys were both so fucking ridiculous right and that's not the show's fault because one yeah. show is in its third season and this uh, this show is just kind of figuring out 
I finding its really footing. Miss Marvel. Uh, no, I did too. I, I thought episode two was great mm-hmm. uh, in, in sh- giving a little bit more of her powers and showing her actually be heroic and save that kid. But then you see a really great moment of her being a, her, a kid herself where she can't hold her construct together very well and it falls and the kid almost falls again, but she manages to catch him one more time, mm-hmm. which was cool. She has to which ruin her I gotta brother's s- wedding I gotta, I, to save their lives. I uh, That's episode three. Well, yeah. yeah, but we'll get there. Whatever. No, I, I, I want to just say one thing. Kay. I still don't understand, and I know that in episode three we're getting more of that explanation a little bit mm. uh, about where her powers come from, mm. but I still don't understand watching this movie how, or watching sure. the show, how you cannot just use stretchy arms. Like, even in the training montage, she's making platforms and shit, I'm like, you could cut that and just make her, like, using her fucking arms like she would in the comics. I really don't understand why they didn't give her the stretchy in the third episode, she punches someone like she would if she had the stretchy fist. So I'm like, what was? The, what is the point of this? And it, I think it really is because they really want nothing to do with the Inhumans. They want fucking nothing to do with that shit. Even though they had Black Agar Boltagon and uh, Doctor Strange, but they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm you just, just you just shut your fucking mouth. Well, what do you think? Because you agree with me, right? Like they, it doesn't seem like there's a reason yet for this. The <sighs> And I'm sure they'll explain the pro- it. The problem is that despite the fact that Iron Man... See, I never looked at Iron Man as a C-lister or, or a B-lister like a lot of people do. Like, well, the wow, mainstream MCU, would, yeah. before, uh, the before MCU that. somehow took off with a B-lister like Iron Man. Like, what do you mean B-lister? He's a fucking founding member of the Avengers, you fucking piece of shit. But, but yeah, he's not like Spider-Man or... You know what I mean? Like, he's not Fair, I a get big... It. Outside of comic book readers, he's not a big name. True. And you know what? When it comes to it, the Inhumans are like D or E listers, bro. I don't give two shits about the Inhumans. I fucking know you don't. And that's unfortunate <laughs> because the fucking Inhumans are have a rich... Don't blame me. Blame Marvel. They didn't care about the hey, Inhumans. You're right about that. I understand that. And that's what pisses me off because the Inhumans are one of the fucking best parts of the goddamn do you have any, Kirby. Uh, do you have any Inhumans comics? Uh, the only ones that I have are uh, the like later ones when they were trying to make them the X Men, ah. which is just shit. They're shit books, man. They are they shit. Are books. Shit. <laughs> I, I bought a couple of uh, like clearance from Mayhem, and like it, they're just here's five issues of a fucking series that you didn't need yeah. to know about so, called Return of the King, I, what War I, of Kings. Shut the fuck up. What I like about Miss Marvel, um, oh, sorry. is how believable. Uh, the conversations are. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about episode two, maybe. Mm. They taught me a lot about world history that I feel like I should have been taught about with what fucking England did to India. In oh, the, really? Uh, you didn't know that? Have you ever watched I, Gandhi? No, I I knew about... Well, that's I knew that there's a reason why a lot of Indian people have a British accent. And like I knew what... That they had done a lot of bad shit to India. I knew, But I didn't know the full extent of what it was. You, you should watch I mean? Gandhi. The Ben Kingsley one? Yeah, and also understand that Gandhi wasn't the saint that you would like to believe. Nobody is. We don't, need to, we don't need to piss on legacies, you know? But I'll piss on yours when you're gone. I'll we'll talk sure. about pissing on legacies off the air because Gandhi was great, man. Anyway. Um, I'm kidding. I don't fucking care no, about true. Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't care about this uh, historical figure that's dead. Why do I care? What are they doing now? Nothing. They're in the ground. Anyway, continue. Wow. Uh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can cut that out. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. No, we're fine. I'm joking. Um, what I do like is um, 
I was just going to say that I really enjoyed, uh, I, I, you know, when I talked about my, my, my racist suck video, um, I really enjoy learning about other cultures. I really do. It's not just lip service. I do. It's, it's interesting to me to get this insight and, and Nakia, Oh, I totally her, agree her with conver- show, her conversation sure. like with, um, with, um, Kamala in, in the bathroom when she's talking about her uh, hijab, uh, was so. Here's the thing: like, I have no frame of reference about being a woman. I have no frame of reference about being not white or not yeah. brown enough. I have no frame of reference about wearing a a, a, a religious headdress that sets me apart from most of the yeah. population. Unfortunately, yeah. whatever. I have no frames of reference for any of what she was saying. But can I tell you how relatable it was to me? Anyway. Yeah. No, and that's what I mean. Is like I really like that this show is. I'm as far away from a 16 year old Pakistani girl who wears right. a hijab in public. And this is, but I related to that, right? And this is what we were talking about before, and why this show that misfit. Why I'm glad that Marvel decided to do this, and you know, you can call it identity politics, sure, but it it is identity politics, but it's also that's what representation is, and representation is showing you of like. How, like I talked about the last episode, about how um, we're all really the same people in a way. Like, we all mean to do well by our family. We mean to do well by our, uh, you know, whoever, you know, we're with. And despite what God we pray to or whatever, it it really shouldn't matter to people. And it it is interesting that, like, you know, I I think uh, that they're showing the women's perspective in what... Uh, is is a fairly male dominated religion, uh, which yes. is let's be yeah. honest, all of them are male dominated. That's just well, the way yeah, it is. That's, that's life. I mean, male dominated everything. So Islam does take it to another level. Um, whether it's Sharia law, like the shit you see with the Taliban in Afghanistan, or um, the way you see it in this show, which is clearly Americanized a lot. Um, you know, there's behaviors I guarantee you that wouldn't. Well, yeah. That would it, probably get you jailed, uh, yeah. like in Saudi Arabia or Jordan. Well, uh, for me, you know. it's, for me too, it's like the, these people that get mad at like Lightyear for having a same-sex kiss, but then they're totally fine with any other movie having a straight person kiss. It's the same kind of thing of like, we're so accustomed to seeing like Jewish mm-hmm. or Christian uh, families in movies, or... Or maybe you know maybe just completely agnostic, but I'm saying like there's like that traditional American Christian yeah. background, yeah. Um, and yeah, because I would even say Jewish representation. Well, point. My point is that you don't <laughs> see a lot of. We're so accustomed to well, seeing. Let's just say it's a special movie, and you'll know that it's a Jewish family if you read about it in the papers. Like, you know, what I mean, like that will be part of the title. That will be part of the description of the of the sh- of the movie. Right? Well, is that it's a? Jewish that's not what family. I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to no, say. No, I know. At this point, I'd say you see more waspy. Yeah, well, yeah. you see more of uh, like a uh, a European white Anglo-Saxon Protestant waspy. Whatever. That's, that's what wasp stands uh, for. Do you know that? My point is, you don't see a lot of Muslim representation in in, in, in not even just a superhero show in in shows in general. In general, yeah. You were so accustomed to seeing more of a Euro- not this uh, a, a European Christian or a Jewish American or whatever the case may be. It's just we don't have a lot of that because 
I think a lot of it is just who we are as a country. And I feel like we have a lot of very negative stereotypes towards Muslims or people that are from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a big problem. Yeah. And, I, and I think this show is really good at trying to show that, like, again, we're not that different. No. At all. And that's why it's, and like you were talking about, that's why it's exciting to learn about new cultures and learn about these things. Because, and to me, it breaks I think it's down a smart way barriers. to, I think it's smart to weave that into this show and yeah. weave that into this character because that's always what the character's been about. Right. When, when you're able to relate to somebody, like I said, uh, you know, about, about the speech with Nakia, I, again, that's why, that's why I like it because, because it breaks down a barrier that, I, I didn't know maybe existed, but was probably there. It breaks that down. It allows me to relate to somebody who I might have thought was like so different from me. But hey, guess what? They're not that different from me. They're not that different from me at all. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing to learn. Yeah, that's all. Um, yeah, it, it, and it like I said, it's 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 good to see this woven into Kamala's character. Or Kamala, sorry. I'm used to the vice president because the vice president she has to say Kamala. Mm -hmm. Uh with Ka uh Kamala. Damn it, I did it again. Did I? I don't know. I'm Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. I'm down I'm confused myself. Uh <laughs> and and I, I really have always liked the the again, the only exposure I've had is the Avengers game in this. Yeah. But I, I do like her character and it, it why representation matters because there maybe there's a Pakistani girl. Or even just a Pakistani American that doesn't feel like they're represent represented, and they finally get to see someone. It's the same with Miles Morales, or it's the same with Wonder Woman. You mm. know, the, these people that don't usually get the spotlight get a chance to have that, and I think that's really cool. There's a um, there's a uh, an exchange in Shang Chi, I think between him and his mom, and she says something like, "Oh, yeah, oh Shang Chi." Even yeah, she says like something like, "Just like Americans" or something, and he says like, "You're an American too," right. Or you were born here too, I right. think. Or You're something still in like America. Yeah, and and that's and again, that's what makes us who who we are. Is we're a. I don't want that anybody. That was literally the idea of our our country was a melting pot. That's I don't literally want. Yeah, that's how our country became a thing. And I I don't want anybody coming here and thinking they don't belong. Like, I, I mean, I I I know this is. But let's talk about the actual show. Sure. Let's talk about the actual episode. That's uh, of episode three. Um, well, it was good. That's really all. I got first of all, <laughs> shout out to Brown Jovi. That's amazing. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm here's what I gotta when say. When I get married, Brown Jovi. Here's what I gotta say. Mm -hmm. They fucked up because I get the idea of doing the Bon Jovi song, but why not have the Brown Jovi singer sing it, yeah. or somebody from Brown Jovi sing it, or have anybody? You know, it doesn't sound like I don't know. I that that is true. I would have liked to hear the Brown Jovi version of it while they were having See? a fight. See, that would have made the scene better, right? Anyway. I'm sure somebody uh, said, "Hey, we we got the money to pay somebody for." Somebody is, yeah. If only there was like an edit. There's got to be an edit somewhere for that. Like somebody could. Somebody did it online. Some Pakistani uh, singer should maybe, <laughs> maybe sing a it. member of Brown Jovi was like, "Fuck it." I don't think that's a real band, but you don't. Well, there might be, but not it this one. Anyway, be. Um, they sounded great. <laughs> so I do love that. The, I do love magic. that this show is bringing back damage control. Because damage mm -hmm. control hasn't really been a thing and since they're really shitty too. Like Homecoming. Yeah, they're really shitty. Yeah. So they're a big thing in the comics. I gotta say that's my least favorite part of the show is damage control. I just I am well, more boo fucking. <laughs> no, I'm more interested in. 
Why did I react so badly? <laughs> I'm more interested in Kamala and her story and trying to figure out who she is. Like, I'm much more intrigued by that uh, than I am with the damage control stuff. I'm trying to figure out who's who is... What is her mom like? The dude's mom. What is her thing? I. She's a interdimensional being. She's trying to get the bracelet mm. to get home. Okay. If they had two, it would be easy. But if they only have one, that's why it's possible that the sun would burn out or expand and kill us all. Uh, that's what they're trying right. to say. I, like, I definitely missed that part because I was trying. Yeah. To what the fuck? I have a kid. Um. Oh what. Well, <laughs> That's, yeah, my that's a that's good. My, my that's my pretty good excuse. Yeah, you know it's a pretty good one. Uh, so again, I would much rather have that than damage control. I, as much as I thought it was cool that they brought it back, I was just like, eh, whatever. It's just another shady government agency that they're dealing with. But I get it. You got to have a conflict from. Also, all um, there really is, as far as I know, I could be completely wrong, but even Captain Marvel really doesn't have a rogues gallery. And neither does Photon. Yeah, and neither and does Miss Marvel. I think they're really. gonna. I think they're gonna develop. So what? Who's the villain gonna be? I don't know how they're a gonna government agency. Well, but yeah, and I think they'll probably develop it in the Marvels movie. They'll they'll figure something out with that. But um, yeah. well, Ronan was a good one, but they had to kill him off. <laughs> Where you go, MCU? You. <laughs> wow. Do we have the Tiki Watiti drop? Yeah, I, I saw a movie th- that's coming out. You know, it's you know who's directing it? Mm. Cheeky Wachiti. Does it feature a woman holding it's Thor's weapon? <laughs> yeah, he's pissed about that. Are yeah. we good? What's up? No, that I was. I heard something too. I'm having some complications in my home right now, so I'm trying to keep an ear out for that. But gotcha. uh, you know what, Tyler? Hmm. I can write a book about what you don't know. Well, that's accurate. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the episode itself I thought was strong. Uh, I think its buildings are something really cool, and I I do like that when uh, sh- uh, the uh, God, what's How her many name? Episodes? I can't think of the name of the the woman, the interdimensional, the woman that's Jin. She's a Jin. 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 I don't yeah. remember her name either. Uh, but I like that. I liked how they talked about Kingo and Kingo Senior. Yeah, and like tying it back to yeah the the uh, Im- see that the Eternals Celestials in the new Thor movie. Oh. Dude, I've ho- I've been told. Look, oh. I won't tell you anything because I don't know anything. Because oh. I I read a little bit. Uh, I started you seeing. Fucking let, no, shut up! Bitch. Shut up! Gosh, you always go so negative. You always go so negative so um, fast. I looked at uh, that the first. Pr- the, they already had the premiere last week, so the first reviews are up, and all I've heard across the board is phenomenal. Um, so what are you t- but what? No, but what I was saying is, uh, I've been told that like this is. Really going to be the jumping off port into the next. Uh, they 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 said there's something big at the. Uh, I think they said at the. You shut your fucking bitch mouth! Wow. That's all I'm saying is they're teasing Sorry. that it's it's setting something up pretty huge, and I'm like, well, cool, because I I feel like we're kind of in this holding pattern with the MCU. Me too. And so it's nice to see like, oh, we're gonna get a glimpse of what we're what's gonna what's next. What's the jumping off point? Hopefully, if if everything goes well, it gives but. me a fan bone. <laughs> Uh, it's metaphorical. I I do I do like the conflict that is happening with uh, Kamala and her family. Where like she try after she yeah pulls the fire alarm in the wedding, gets everybody out, has the fights. Uh, at one point, yeah, she makes the fist and hits the guy. When I'm just like, just making a stretchy arm. Um, 
has her fight, she escapes, <laughs> and then she gets home, and yeah, then she has the cover. Or, or then uh, her friend, uh, is it Nekta, you said? Nakia. Nakia. Wow, I am terrible at remembering her name. Yeah, you are shitty. Nekta? Where the fuck did that come from? Um, You're like Kamran, getting everybody's name wrong. <laughs> Except for, well, it's just Bruno. She actually. finds out, she's like, what the fuck, you were, mis- you were the one who saved the kid, why didn't you fucking tell me? And it's like, well, let me see what I did, you know. Anyway, um, well, because the last time we talked about it, you were talking about how su- how she sucked. Yeah, pretty much. And it was hard for me to be like, "Hey, that's me, you bitch." Not yeah. The classic. I think she's kind of cool. Well, I think she's shit. And I'm like, all right, well, okay, let's movie. Uh, that shows. Anyway, uh, she gets home, but the scene where she talks to her parents after the wedding is sad. It's so sad, and they keep doing so much about how, and that's what it, what's so great about um, these performances. I think this is a very believable family. Mm-hmm. So when she comes home, you can see the disappointment in her parents of like when she says she's like just when her mom is giving her an olive branch and like I'm your mom, talk to me. I'm this is what I'm here for. I'm here to help you and take care of you, and. She wants to do it, but she knows she can't. So it's the whole like I I just I just can't. Mm-hmm. And then her the look again. The dude who plays her dad is really good. I like him. Mm-hmm. Like even when he bought the. Oh, fuck- she was my dad. Like when he bought the fucking apple pie at the shop. <laughs> He's like, they're bad for me, you know. Yeah. Uh. Uh. And the, again, like when he was dressed up like the Hulk, his fucking disappointed look is good because I feel for him. I feel for her. I feel for uh, uh, Kamala, too, because, again, what the show is really good at is capturing both sides of a of a relationship with a between a parent and a child, where mm-hmm. it's like, I've been on both sides. I, I haven't been on the, the disappointed side yet, but I have been on the side... <laughs> yeah. I have seen my parents look at me like that. Oh, yeah, me too. And I, and I know that I don't mean to break their heart, and I break their heart, you know what I mean? And it's devastating. Yeah. And it's devastating. Yeah. Are you falling asleep over there? No. All right. Mom's falling asleep. Whoa. Uh, let's go to something that uh, you know we talked about as a good show that people should watch. Let's talk about the depravity of the boys. <laughs> do want, we got we got to mix it up. Maybe now do that you want to take a break and give a better segue than that. That was really what? terrible. Let's talk about hero gasm. Why don't we just go to that? I'm just saying we need to mix. Let's talk about another we show gotta, that we like. We got to mix up the order because it's not good going from Miss Marvel to the boys because they're such different tonally <laughs> in terms of shows. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah. Also, she um, finds her mask. By the way. Yeah, Bruno made it for her. Yeah, that's cool. Just that boy likes her so much, she just doesn't understand. Yeah, but you know what? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Anyway. Uh, the boys, Herogasm. This has been this has been hyped up all week by uh, everybody that's involved with the show, being like, "You aren't ready for this. Like, it's gonna be fucked up." And I gotta say, pretty fucked up, but not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I thought honestly, the whole splitting the guy in half while he was in the penis was probably the most fucked up thing I've seen. That's so what I'm saying. Is like, I was I was talking a lot to- of it was sex, and a lot of it was more implied. Which is fine. We don't want to watch. There's we're not there to watch porn. Yeah, obviously. there's a lot of nudity, but yeah, that's yeah, but it, most of it's implied. I don't know. There's a guy that made an icicle and shoved it up a woman's ass. I mean that. Yeah, well, that's. Do you remember? And the deep fucked an octopus. Let's get into did that. Did you watch? Did you see the disclaimer at the beginning? Yeah, that was so funny. 
Yeah. Most, if not, let's be honest, you're all going to hate it. But anything that was made. Well, the best part is like. And I get what Jensen Ackles was talking about when he's like, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing when we filmed that episode. Well, and then. It was hard to act with what was going on around me. He said the fucking. Almost verbatim. It says at the end that it was hilariously. They spent too much money. Yeah. Hilariously too much money on special effects. Yes. <clears throat> Which is even better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, but this is the thing about, this is why The Boys is my favorite show right now and definitely one of the best superhero shows I've watched. Mm. Um, and, and this is the thing, The Boys is so good that it's really starting to make me not to like the Disney Plus shows. <laughs> because, like, an episode like Herogasm, you have the depravity and the disgustingness of it. But at the same time, it's still a solid episode within the season, and it's still uh, there's still character arcs. There's still th- like uh, the, before we even get to the herogasm stuff, the character work they do with Homelander, mm. where he has the fucking Norman Osborn Green Goblin oh God, discussion in the mirror, awesome, which was great. Pants on fire, you know. Like, yeah. like yeah, you're seeing that this man is. I'm a- really glad that he's not really a jerk, uh, like yeah. like he was accused of being, because he's a really good actor and. I mean, you can't really get anybody else to play that part. But that's what I mean. It's so good. That's what I love, too, is it really continues his narcissism, and it shows you that this is what happens. And the the creators themselves said that he's supposed to be Trump in this season. And you're seeing this is what happens to people Did that... Did you see all the fucking right-wingers uh, who fi- are um, oh, we'll mad? Get, we, we'll get to that. Let me, yeah. let, let me just okay. finish this. Good. But, I'm glad um, you saw it. All right. But to see him be a child... Like yeah. you're saying, pants on fire, you know. Like, that's a child. Because this guy never grew up because he was in a lab his whole life, and then he becomes the most popular superhero on the planet. And the most powerful. And the most powerful, so he can get whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. He doesn't live life with consequences. So now you're starting to see him finally embrace being the villain and being like, who fucking cares? Who's going to stop you? And that's extremely terrifying to see that this man is completely unhinged. Mm. And it's amazing scene, amazing character work by uh, uh, Anthony Starr. It's just fantastic. You know who my favorite uh, character on the show right now is? Mother's Milk. Ashley. Uh, I was just saying. Well, MM is my favorite. She has just like watching a normal uh, human being like just embrace the fucking that these people are shitheads. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, she's em- she's embracing the downfall of everything, but with with like a smile on her face. She's setting herself on fire with glee. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yes, and that's kind of a cool character arc to see because especially when she started off as being she was Madeline's assistant. <clears throat> and yeah. I still remember that fucking awful goddamn scene where he fucking breaks the fucking eardrums of that blind oh my god superhero you, guy now you're just some fucking blind guy i was like jesus right <sighs> it's it's horrifying because what she's doing is i mean she's literally reaching the depths of like human behavior and, and what's she's acceptable so, like, nonchalant about people dying too but the fact <laughs> of but but the character arc is so true to what you're watching a human being lose their fucking mind and yeah. she's doing it with glee, and it's it's so no obviously it's fake, yeah. So knowing that, you know, obviously seeing this in real life would be terrifying. You'd want to get that person help, and I hope she does end up, you know, coming oh. out of it. But I will say this: it's one of the more uh, it's one of the more uh, satisfying arcs to see thus far this season. 
because thus far, up until this season, she's been kind of mousy and unsure, and now she's, like, fucking that dude in the ass with, like, the fucking giant dildo and shit. Did your brain get fucked and by a she's, she's yanking out her hair for sexual pleasure now, apparently. Um, and she fucking goes forgot, back in A-Train, which is awesome we forgot the way to, she did uh, it. We forgot to rank, or we forgot to rate... Uh, Miss Marvel. I give it a yes though. I'm I'm excited yes! to see yeah. I'm excited to still see what's coming up. I, I I I hope that they I like that they've tied it a lot to the uh MCU uh larger and by using the Eternals, which validates it a lot. Um because I think it's getting a bad shaft. Fuck all you who don't like the Eternals. <laughs> including me. Yeah, including you, fucker. Uh, I I'll agree with you. Yes, I really enjoyed that episode. Anyway, back to the boys. Uh, no, I agree. Ashley's arc's been great. I think, and again, that's why this sh- this show is my favorite, is because a lot of these characters are believable in a sense that they go on these arcs. Where A Train is a character I talked to you about how I I really liked what they did with him because he goes from being he's the he is he the, goes from being irredeemable he's the catalyst to for this, redeeming himself he goes from being the catalyst of the show for uh, eviscerating a woman yes and no remorse about it and then you see him be a dickhead to huey and you like don't like him yeah. but then you see him being mistreated and then you see see him go where he, yeah because he doesn't he's losing himself because he can't really run anymore because of heart condition because all the compound v he was pumping mm-hmm. into himself and then he exposes Stormfront, so then you like him again, and then you're going with him again, and then he gets supersonic kills. So you're like, fuck you. But then you realize, because here's what my thought was. I don't know if I said it on the show, but when I was watching, I was like, oh, he's going to he's gonna get up close with Homelander, so then Homelander will let throw him a bone and let him do the... So he was, in a way... He was doing it for his, you know, his the the whole culture thing that he was doing, and he was doing it for his community. And, he and was giving one thing. Up. He was trying to say, "Hey, can we?" He had the-? one card to play. He's like, "Hey, yeah, this is all I can do, so I can fucking get rid of this racist." And so I understand that in a way, but and maybe he didn't even think that Homelander was gonna fucking brutally murder oh, him like he did. Come on, maybe I don't know, <laughs> but and then to see him finally get that moment, and then we didn't get to talk about it, but we had the. Uh, what was it? Is it? Uh, it's Blue Hawk, right? Yeah. Blue Hawk shows up to apologize. I gotta go find somebody's uh salad to toss. He uh shows up. To, he agrees to do an apology, and then he's saying that I'm racist makes you racist when he says that. I'm like, oh my god, I've seen those. Comments. Oh, dude, the 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 fucking the the fucking news uh thing at the end when he's like. It just breaks your heart, you know. You're trying to uh, help a community, and then Antifa shows up, and I was just—I oh I almost threw my fucking TV through the goddamn window, dude. That's why I hate this show, but I love <sighs> it because it's such an amazing satire. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And well, and even even that before that, soup when he was soups matter. matter, all lives matter, soup lives matter, and so we already are like, fuck this asshole, and. So what happens to him in this episode? Jesus, but again, just desserts, bitch. They. This is what I mean. This show has to go to the level of taking our twisted reality, being like, look, you're mad at A-Train, but he did it to stop guys like this, and then it blows up in his face and paralyzes his, his brother. So then when we get to Herogasm, and when he sees Huey, he actually feels remorse yeah. when he was like, you never said yeah. sorry for that. You never told me sorry ever. And then he's- This was also after Ashley tore him a new one. Yeah, yeah. She said "fuck you" because she's like, yeah, she uh, yanked her hair out and like, yeah, it, it came. I think. Yeah. Ah! It's like, 
So then he shows up, and yeah, you see he, him, he, Huey, saying, you never said sorry, and he just goes... What Ashley's become is not attractive in but the you know show. But you, know I mean? ex- you know what's funny about that... You know what's funny in real. that exchange is how what I what I love about the boys is we had a serious character moment immediately get undercutted by Huey yeah. because he just was like, damn it, I wanted to fucking punch you, and I'm going to punch you anyway. Even though I respect that you did that, I'm still going to fucking punch you. But isn't that, And that's another thing. We talk about this, media literacy... He doesn't say that you. He can convey that emo- that emotion is conveyed to you. But here's the other thing too is and that that's what I love I is the thought, subtlety in the, I in the brashness. For a second, I thought for a second I was like, oh shit! Now A Train knows that, you know, there's that temporary V because obviously how you know yeah because he's like how the fuck did you hit yeah, me? Yeah, how, how, how right? But then by the end of it, Homelander knows. So anyway, but I really liked how they showed it. Not how they showed when they were shooting it up like how much they looked like drug addicts yeah me too i told that to ashley when we, yeah. we watched it. i was like i like that they look like heroin addicts like because again it, nobody it, is redeemable in this show let's be honest no. maybe starlight starlight is the only good maybe person. yeah but everybody else is a worthless fucking crook and a no, scumbag. that's not true i think mm is a good guy too i think he wants I to be but I, he's I, done some that's bad why shit i like it past, when, i like it when him and starlight are together you because i think they they have a good dynamic of being like right. the only two good people in this show you know, you know what relationship i like the most what is uh Kamik- Kim- is it Kamiko? Kamiko and, and, and frenchy yeah. oh my no, god take that back there's i love You're, we're totally dynamic. wrong we're totally wrong i love seeing two broken people Tyler, find each Tyler. other the main characters are the worst people yeah homelander butcher now we're seeing Huey turn into the Huey of like he's yeah he's lying willing, he's self indulgent yep. but willing to cross lines but at the same time all of these characters ha- other than Homelander he's he's pretty evil right away yeah but other than Homelander Butcher and Huey you can see why they go to the lengths that they do mm-hmm. because on one side Butcher. You took his wife. You took a chance he had at family and happiness. And Huey on the other side is like, I get beat up all the fucking time. I get bullied. I don't have any power. Now I have power. So like, I love seeing those two. And and again, it makes sense that they would. Be yeah, like, like I said, like shit. um the 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 character the the Ashley character that I keep talking about like it's she, yeah it's like not, you said Ashley's it's a great not example attractive of what she's turning into by any means and it's not desirable like if you're watching the show and like. I aspire to that. You need some help. Yeah. Call a mental health professional. But she's a girl boss, dude. But <laughs> it is believable. Yeah, it is. Under the circumstances and what you've seen her go and through throughout I, I, three seasons. I think that's what Fuck yes, dude. I think that's what makes the comic what made the comic so appealing. And I've I've said this she's multiple times. She's using her power when she can, because she can never do it around Homelander. I, I've said this multiple times. Yes, that I, I I believe the T V show is better than the comic. But I think that's what's always attracted people to this property is it, whether it be the comic or the TV show is it's so while over the top and hyper violent is still extremely true. Like a lot of what's happening in this show is stuff that's exactly happening in our real life. Like uh, the fucking Pepsi commercial they did. Oh my! They started this with God, Imagine, yes. dude. They started this with them singing. Oh yes, Imagine. and Patton Oswalt and all those other yes. comedians. Oh, that was great. I just been I, thinking, like, you know what? About stuff, and then I he got, just starts singing it. I have a newfound, um, like, you know who got some serious street cred was uh, fucking Ashton and, and Mila when they when they appeared in it. Yeah, yeah. They they just got some serious street cred by being in, by being one of those people asked. You know, you knew Patton was going to be there. Yeah. Uh, was it Rose Byrne? Elizabeth um, Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Who else? 
A lot of people, but yeah, funny that, as that, shit. That, that was so good. And oh, again, God, then that's just before we even get to yeah, you know, and then we finally get to home, uh, hero gasm, um, which I love the fact so that fucking that it, the orgy is happening at the house of the Wonder Twins analog. Yeah. Like that's hilarious that it's the TNT people. And also, we find out that the deal this the deal is simple is. We give the rest of payback to Soldier Boy. He'll kill Homelander, right? And then we'll be done with it. Mm. Uh, we had that conversation where Homelander talks, or uh, Soldier Boy talks about how great Cosby was. <laughs> that fucking whole Ooh. sequence was great. You never bar- see the cause. Well, that's a lot to unpack there, dude. Yeah. Uh, where do or, I start? Or my thing is like, well, we got to find out where where you are. You know, you know what, you know what about GPS or yeah. Bluetooth? You made the internet. Words up. You made all that up. No, I really didn't. Also, I love the thing when they talk about. He's doing a great job. When they, give as him, when they bring boy, in the benzo, the when they bring in the the painkillers or the benzos, yeah. and he crushes them up and he's snorting them. He makes a line about this. Is, there. This is how we got through whatever, and that's true. That's what people don't realize about war. The Nazis were on meth. Yeah. So like, it's very. It was very common. That's why they were winning for so long. Yeah, because they wouldn't sleep. Exactly. Yeah, they <laughs> they didn't need to. But no, but that's of course what I, humans can't sustain that that's, for very long. That's another dying. That's another thing that I love about the boys is how it uh it it's is a satire in our current culture, but also uses elements of alternate history to to impact that of like you but also be true of being like, Yeah, we cor- why wouldn't the soldiers be on fucking meth? Yeah, why you not? know, why not? Keep them awake. Keep them awake. Keep them keep them God awake. damn it. You don't think you don't think America Adolf Hitler, the craziest most sadistic evil person that ever lived you don't think that he wouldn't be like fuck it put him on meth keep him up all night who cares <laughs> come on mm-hmm. but this, but that's what I mean it's like little smart things like that that's just kind of a throwaway line that I picked up on of like oh yeah they used to like soldiers used to be on drugs all the time um, used to pee on drugs be on drugs also and I'm the, gonna take a piss on he, this joint all he wanted was painkillers and injectables <laughs> he's like yeah these are real men nobody else got burgers and stuff yeah what the fuck i love how they threw a goddamn rick and morty reference in there did you notice that what do you mean they don't have the chop sake sauce anymore yeah they just don't make it anymore just like the sasquatch right yeah how fucking great is that dude that's why this show is fucking so great they threw a reference to a real sauce so uh, yeah. just, uh, let's let's get to the the hero gasm. So everybody's going to hero gasm because Deep was sent there to scope it out. I need to give my my asshole a breather because Homelander and uh, Homelander f- figures out that okay, so he's going after the members of the payback. So we're gonna find well, out. Well, the Deep finds out. Well, yeah, with Homelander. the surveillance thing, and they, they make a decision. So he's like, hey, go to he- go find them, talk to them. They don't know it's hero gasm. So he shows up. He's like, "Oh my god, it's hero gas!" Because we just see all these people having this big orgy and fucking, just fucking all over. Which is like the comics. There's things in or going into all sorts of manners of we things going into all manners lead, of orifices. But the deep fucks an octopus in this episode. Yeah, he gets. But we knew that was happening anyway. Don't you remember when he was, he was having, having sex with his? Cute, yeah. yeah, and then he ate it. Oh my god, this poor octopus. Leave them alone. But oh, yeah, octopus are cool too. I will say. Is what? Did you just say octopus are cool? Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, <laughs> it's also appropriate to say either octopi or octopuses. What about octopussy? That's a movie. Oct- by, uh, it's a James Connery? Bond movie. No, 
It is, uh, it is, uh, it is Roger, Roger Moore, Moore, and it is the one where 007, uh, you know, in his undercover work, dangerous undercover work, um, becomes a clown. One million dollars, bitch. That's how much you got paid. Anyway, no. So yeah, that was fucked. Up. But the thing is, I uh, Ashley and I both laughed way too hard at the part where the tentacle goes up his face and he like swats it away. Yes, that was so funny. I was like, "Damn that it, that was great. That You're was just great." Trying to because, have this conversation. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm balls deep in an octopus right now. You'll forgive me. That's what it looks like. Uh, it looks like you're fucking an octopus. Yeah, um, yeah, we knew that. As soon as you saw his butt cheeks pressed up against, well, the, you, yeah, uh, you knew it was gonna happen. You knew he was gonna fuck the fish at some point. But yeah, and again, I love that they go to that level just to shit on Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they like were like, okay, James Gunn, you can make the joke about him fucking fish. We're actually gonna have our Aquaman. Dude, fuck I the fish. I laughed out loud at the fucking uh, Imagine footage. I uh, laughed out fucking. Also, I loud. love, and I knew this was gonna happen too because they specifically said everything that happened between the adults and animals. Right. Everything. I was like, oh my gosh, he's somebody's gonna fuck something, and that's gonna be. But. As fucked up as that was, it was very funny when he swatted away the tentacle. Yeah, that was great. Uh, oh, and we saw Termite again. He showed up and said, hey, what's going on? And like, like patted him on the jacket. No, but then at the end, he's like, he somebody help me. Yeah. By a Homelander. Amazing. Just every... Uh, there's... Hmm. This this show somehow has a way of say, of saying to you, yep, that's it. That's the most shocking thing you'll ever see. And and you'll never be shocked again. And then in in the next ten minutes, it it I I am like, uh, you fucking shocked well, me again. And then the way this episode ends with that fucking awesome fight between Butcher. Well, home- it ends with Starlight quitting. I know, but the home uh, Homelander uh, Soldier Boy Butcher Such fight a was good dope. fucking fight, dude. Like when he when he hits him with his, blade, he's like, "What did you do? Scorched Earth." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then they have that little laser beam fight with their eyes. I was like, "I don't know if you know, but y- you'll never be able to hear this uh, uh, hear this any other way." But when Butcher says uh, "th" sounds, he's using the "f" sound. Do you notice that? Yeah, that's his accent. Yeah, right. I just wanted to make sure make that clear. There's, to there's everybody. some. I know what you're talking about because there's some. Uh, you can see his. There's mouth some. Scotch yeah, F. you're right. There's some British thing where they have the "th" is an "f" sound. It's, or, uh, it's uh, anyway. Co- ca- mm. The the this this Cockney. The scene before that again, like his the. Div- his his relationship with uh, MM dissolving it sucks mm. because it's like when he's holding him with one hand, he's just like, "You get to have Homelander, but I don't get Soldier Boy," and he's like, "It's just not worth it," kind of thing. It sucks. Mm. Yeah. Also, that scene where he says, "You kill my family," and he goes, "Which one?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, that's so racist." <laughs> right. <laughs> Oof. Um, dude, but no, let's not forget the Bill. <laughs> the no, that part, but let's not forget the movie clip. Which was so fucking on brand. Like, I will never let, I will never oh, yeah. forget my Mujahideen brothers and sisters. And yeah. It's like, oh. Meanwhile, he's still. So fucked. The satire is so biting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I have to get we a totally forgot. Shot. Uh, you talked about Frenchie and uh, Kamiko. Kamiko uh, gets kidnapped. Yeah, they somehow get out of that somehow. Frenchie gets tied up to a pole <sighs> naked and like. 
he has to choose which one they're going to kill between his old uh, lover and Kamiko. I, I would have chosen Cherie because I would, would would want to start my life over with Kamiko. Yeah, right. Because honestly, Cherie got us into this fucking situation in the first place. Yeah. You piece of shit. But like that, Sorry. that fights, you forget that's in this episode that, because it, all this stuff happened with the hero game. It is fucking brutal, There's so dude. much. He when keeps the punching guy, her in the uh, ribs. Oh my God. There's like, parts where, stop. There's like, parts where you're watching the show where you're like, was that necessary? And then when she just keeps stabbing him, I was watching it with Ashley. I'm like, then it was like, well, yes, that's that's necessary. great. But then I was at some point, I was like, well, I think he's dead. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, you know, when it's the bad guy punching the, you know, the fucking way smaller girl. Yes, it's terrifying, and you're like, what well, is this really necessary? But then you see, you see the, the little girl t- turn the tables on the bad guy, yeah. who is who was literally. You know, punching and down. And it's it's a really in uh, a class. Who, uh, whoever plays Kamiko, she's great. Um, uh, Karen Fukuhara, yeah, I think. Yeah. She was. Uh, yeah, she. We talk about her a lot because I have uh, a serious crush on her ever since I saw her in uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, oh yeah, she great, was. Uh, she was Katana. Yeah, a great actress, uh, martial arts uh, champion uh, and stuff. Yeah, and it's she. But I love that scene where she's like, "I always thought the V made me a monster, but I always was a monster," and like. It's sad, and but it's. But I, I told you, like that's the most relatable relationship to me in the in the thing yeah. because I'm so broken, and I've been in a relationship with broken people. Yeah, and it's not, and he, and this is more healthy than any of those relationships. Yeah, and despite he's, the he's murdering actually being and the a killing. decent person trying to help her. Yes, and, and yeah, well, she's naturally yeah. she's falling in love. Look, let's be honest. I would fuck Frenchie. Okay, he's he's, he's a good looking dude. dude. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Um, have we touched on pretty much everything? Because they, they have the fight with uh, with Homelander yeah, and uh, Soldier Boy yeah, and all that. We, and then, yeah, Starlight goes live and tells everything on her Instagram. And, is what like, the fuck and is I fucking quit. Now. Yeah, what the fuck is going to happen? Um, now, I don't, but that's the thing, is this show has really it's been amazing this season of really upping the ante and building the tension. Like even in the first three episodes, that conversation between Homelander and Butcher, where he's thinking about taking the V twenty four, yeah, and he has that imaginary conversation where he's like, "I just want to, you know, just fucking rip you." Like in those, because Carl Urban and uh, Andy Starr are so good as these characters, yeah. and it's so great to see them on screen together because mm. there's. They they have a really good they do a, such great chemistry of two people that really fucking hate each other yeah and will yeah. will kill each other like they, they there's no friend there's no like jokey shit there's no there's no situation where they they break through the wall and it's like pew pew quip pew pew <laughs> you know <laughs> and I, I you know what I that gotta, would be in I gotta Chucky give Wachiti. a movie I gotta give a big shout out to Jensen Ackles as He's uh, great I, yeah. I, I've never seen him in anything else I know he was in Supernatural forever. Um, but uh, my wife has a crush on him. A lot of women do. He's a good-looking guy. He's it's that deep voice. We need to get that as a drop, by the way. Good-looking dude. It's that deep voice, though. I think. Uh, maybe. I think it's his face. That's what gets me hard. (laughs) I think it's face, his body, his everything. That's those (laughs) also get me hard. (laughs) What? (laughs) This took a turn. Calm down, love sausage. Hold up there. Love sausage comes back with his penis. Yeah, Yeah, love sausage. I like that. What? And it's why is the fact that it's an uncircumcised penis just oh. makes it look even uglier. <laughs> I hate the fact that like like MM has to deal with it again. And then he gets fucking jizz on it. You recognize me? Throwing ropes. Do I recognize you? Also, oh, throw, throwing ropes. Oh god. 
Oh god. This is the cum shot. First he gets just a little bit of like maybe pussy juice like or, or something. Like lube or something. Something on his jacket. Because clearly tur- fluid. Clearly termite came out of somebody. Yeah. Okay. Um so some sort of uh bodily fluid. Uh and he's like, Oh man. And he opens the door he's throwing and throwing ropes. <laughs> wow. And then, I can tell you right now, it was literally just some guys in the crew with a bucket full of fake cum just whoop, throwing it on him. I like to think that they somehow connected it to a hose. Maybe. So that they no, could but to see the, hose the, the, him the down with jizz. Looks like it was a bucket. You know what I mean? Also, it's clearly like milk or something. Cause Mother's milk. You want to know? You don't even want to know why he's called that in the comics. It's his mother's breast milk. That's what makes him. Okay. That's what makes him, get him give him powers. Because in the book, he has co- uh, powers. So in the book he has comics. In the book he has power. In the comic he has books. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> wait, dude. Like I said, this is my favorite show on TV. This is my favorite show. This is my favorite show on the TV. The moment, right um, one last thing. The moment when uh, he explains to her about Soldier Boy in the car is really profound because it, it bonds them together, and they've they've been friendly together anyway, and they've they've had a good rapport, and they seem to have be on the same page and, and kind of against everybody else. But that really just, I, 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 I like how Starlight just doesn't give a shit. And I love how fucking strong she is. You know what I mean? Like, I like how she seems to be surprising herself with her own strength. And Mother's Milk is, M.M. is just trying, he's just trying to hold on by a thread, man. He, he, yeah, his, fucking daughter, has his fucking PTSD. daughter has a, has a stepdad who is clearly a, a QAnon yeah, that sucked. When I saw oh, that, I was God. like, damn it. I would have fucking beat again, the shit out of that guy, dude. Again, the show is so good, it feels so real. Because it's such a good dark mirror of... Not even a dark... And of course, not it's even a, a fucking milky toast white guy who's like, yeah, that makes sense. He's the best. Fucking shithead. Yeah. Fucking hate you guys. I yeah. hate you all. Thanks. Hey, what's in my mouth? I love you all. Can we do once in my mouth real quick? Uh, th- no. We're not going to no, do not, that bit? I don't even... I, I don't even... All right, fine, but we... <laughs> Ah, what's going on? So What's it taste like, Tyler? Salty or sweet? What's 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 in your mouth? My in my mouth right now is rage and frustration and anger. I, 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 Something happened in our country yesterday that's going to have very far-reaching things. And uh, whether you champion it or not, you you might want to take a look at what's really going on before you go, yay! Okay. That's all. Uh, it's a time. I, I don't, I, this is awkward. <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> what the fuck? And take, that's it. 